morning. morning. And welcome to morning prayers. Please stand as you are able and join together in reading responsibly Psalm number three, found on page two of your Black Appleton Psalter book. O Lord, my foes are so many. Many are those who attack me. Many say of me, there is no deliverance for any through God. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory, he who holds my head high. I cry aloud to the Lord, and he answers me from his holy I lie down and sleep, and wake again, for the Lord sustains me. I have no fear of myriad forces arrayed against me on every side. Rise, O Lord, deliver me, O my God, for you slap all my enemies in the face. You break the teeth of the wicked. Deliverance is the Lord's. Your blessing be upon your people. <clears throat> Genesis 126-27. God now said, Let us make human beings in our image, after our likeness, and let them hold sway over the fish of the sea and the birds of the sky, over the beasts, over all the earth, over all that creeps on earth. So God created the human beings in the divine image. 
creating them in the image of God. Good morning and thank you for inviting me to speak at morning prayer today. If I am honest with you, I will tell you that this is not the talk I had intended to give. A week ago, I had written out a very different speech. It was going to be about the immigration crisis and the presidential determination number of 30,000, the number of refugees the administration wants to allow into our country this year, an historic low for the United States at a time when there were 25 million refugees in fleeing violence and economic hardship throughout the world. But that was last week. And then Thursday happened. And we watched Dr. Christine Lacey Ford bear her pain in front of the entire world, reliving her trauma, not because she wanted to call attention to herself or expose herself or her family to death threats, or even for political gain. She did it because she thought it was her civic duty. And after listening to her testify, I knew I had to change the topic of my speech. I realized that I, what I needed to talk to you about today was respect. There are many definitions of respect, but one of them is to show regard for the feelings of others, to understand the importance of something or someone. Respect is in too short supply right now in our society. Why do certain people automatically get respect from others? Wealth helps, education helps, I'm sure a number of us have had the experience of someone knowing nothing about you other than you had an affiliation with Harvard and getting the head nod at a conference and getting the meeting of the eyes to say, yes, I get it, you're smart, you belong in this room. And it's easy for us to take this privilege for granted. What has happened to the notion of respect for every single human being? Immigrants, minorities, women, people of low incomes, people with disabilities, gay, lesbian, and bisexual people, and so many others who are suffering because we live in a culture where some believe that a person's status is synonymous with entitlement to treat people without respect. And the truth is we know better. I speak from a place of Jewish values, one of which is Betselem Elohim, that we are all created in the image of God. And it follows, therefore, that every one of us should be treated with respect. But we are facing a moral crisis in our country, a crisis of respect. There is much we can do to turn this around, and we can start right here in Massachusetts, where on election day, we have the chance to show our respect and support for the rights of the transgender community. In 2016, Massachusetts passed non-discrimination protections for transgender people in public spaces so that we could do what we all take for granted, go to a movie, a restaurant, a theater, a hospital, without the fear of harassment and being turned away. Now a ballot initiative this November threatens to repeal this law and legalize discrimination. This is the moment when we need to stand up and say that we call for a culture of respect based on our religious values, our moral values, our civic values. Whether it's voting yes on question three in Massachusetts, taking time to put yourself in the place of someone else, 
attempting to understand why someone would risk their lives to flee from a country to the United States, listening when a woman sits in front of the United States Senate Judiciary Committee talking about the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to her. Let us all do what we can to acknowledge, to empathize, and yes, whatever we can to bring our world closer to the day when we will have respect for every person. Thank you. I'd invite you now into a brief moment of prayerful silence. And now let us join together in praying the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And now if you would stand as you are able and join together in singing the hymn, Praise Our Great and Gracious Lord, number 15, found in your red hymnal on page, sorry, hymn number 15 in your red hymnal. serve the Lord in all that we do. Amen. Amen. Amen.